When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Here we will discuss the best options for the captaincy for the second game week of the season. So we've already had game week one, game week two is coming and uh, some tough choices for the captaincy this time around. It was a little easier last week but in the end there were quite a few that did okay, very well in fact. My name is Joe and joining me uh, once again and each week for this season is a Fantasy Football Scout Deputy Editor Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome, how are you? Yeah, good thanks Joe, yeah, um, great start to the season, lots of FPL points flying around, fans back in the stadium, um, yeah, so a great weekend, I thought Brentford set the tone on Friday, didn't they? And um, yeah, so, so so many goals flying around, assists, and uh, yeah, good start to the season. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I understand, before we look at, uh, um, ahead to game week two, I understand you've got some news of an offer to tell us uh, about. Yeah, so we have partnered up with the fan team over at Scout, um, and there is an offer uh, currently on for new and existing members um, where you can get free entry to the season-long game, um, which has a lot of similarities to FPL. I'm playing it myself. Um, lots of, you know, it's good fun. There's some more info in the description below. Um, 18 plus, gamble aware, of course. Um, but if you fancy, fancy putting your fantasy knowledge to the test, then uh, then go and check it out. Um, I know a few people might be thinking, why would I sign up now um, when we're about to enter game week two? But if you sign up now, you actually get 95% of the game week one average, um, which is interesting because uh, if you were to pick a team now, you, know, you could go with somebody like Lukaku or something like that, which people probably going into game week one wouldn't have done. So there are advantages to kind of starting now, knowing that you get that 95% of the average score. Um, so that's well worth a look if you fancy that. And there is also the weekly monster game as well, which is loads of fun. You basically pick a free hit team each week. So, uh, yeah, have a look in the description below and uh, check it out. OK, let's have a look to game week two. So, yeah, looking at game week two, uh, we were right to Captain Salah against Norwich, Norwich last week, but he was outscored by Fernandes. So those that captain Fernandes over Salah, well done to you. You would have got 40 points for your captain there. Um, so this time around, a little bit trickier. Lots of people were on Salah, not many were on Fernandes. But can the same happen again? Or do we take home advantage into account? So Salah is at home to Burnley. And uh, Fernandez is away to Southampton. So I've got some stats on the screen here. We're looking at um, just, just one week. Just one week. Last week. Big chances. Bruno, a couple. Salah, one. Um, and looking at the shots on target. Bruno had three. Salah had two. So, you know, it, it, they're much of a muchness in terms of their potency. But which do you think? We've got a lot of people asking this. Bruno or Salah for the, for the captaincy? Who are you favouring? Well, firstly, Salah. I mean, good numbers at the weekend, as expected. Um, he has home advantage, which I think is becoming more important this season than last year with uh, with fans back in the stadium. 
doesn't have a great record against Burnley. Um, in previous, they, they, they struggled last year, didn't they? But is that, I mean, I know the a couple of away games in the last three he was benched because it happened to be during a bit of fixture congestion and they and it was the easiest game but yeah is that at home as well yeah well they they, they lost last year to burnley didn't they i mm. think it was the late uh, late barnes goal there i don't i don't put too much weight on past performances against certain teams but of course every manager is different so if you do pay attention to to those kind of statistics then then, then have a look um I like this fixture. It doesn't. Burnley haven't felt like the Burnley of old for, for quite a while now. Um, I think they've kept three clean sheets this year, this calendar year so far in twenty odd games. So they're not shutting shutting teams out regularly. Um, another stat which I found really interesting from the weekend: the, the match against Brighton, mm-hmm. um, they conceded ten chances at ah. the uh, the weekend. Now. Two came from their right side, mm-hmm. two came from the middle, and six came from their left zone. So that is the zone which Salah mm. will be attacking, ah. and Trent will be putting balls in from that side. Now, that's quite a small sample size, but if we rewind to last season and we look at the entire season, no team in the whole division gave up more chances from that left side than Burnley mm. over the course of the entire season. So immediately you're thinking, Players like Salah are going to get opportunities mm. from that side. I think if you look at the shot map from that Brighton game at the weekend mm. and where Brighton were taking their shots, it was that little zone where Salah likes to operate in. And both of Brighton's goals came from that side, crosses in from Burnley's left into the middle, and then they were converted. So the fixture, um, if you look on past matches, maybe not so mm. much, but if we look at Burnley, the way they're set up, Charlie Taylor and McNeil down that left, Think that I think Salah's going to get chances, and I like it because of that. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned home advantage as well. So I think there was in the game week one seven out of the ten games, uh, home team won, um, and and they were they were crackers um, the away games um, anyway. So yeah, I mean, this a packed Anfield. Um, I think it's packed now, isn't it? There's no more restrictions. So yeah, yeah, Salah exactly. is. Yeah, I think this. Traditionally, at home is a is a monster against bottom half teams. Um, Salah was is my initial instinct for the captaincy, irrespective of anyone else, and he still is. Um, and I don't think that's going to change. But but Fernandez against Southampton, that looks it's tempting, though, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't a fixture when I before the season I always have a bit of a captaincy planner for a few weeks ahead where we will look at um, or I will look at who the best captains are and Fernandez was quite far back in game week two when I looked a week ago but following that performance at the weekend he's, he, he's probably got a bit closer yeah um, I mean they, they looked incredible against Leeds didn't they mm. he was he, he was playing he seems to be playing quite far forward Greenwood who led the line was was kind of moving his movement was superb mm. Fernandez got beyond the last defender mm. on quite a few occasions, and the fixture is good. Um, yeah. Southampton have lost; they've lost Vestergaard, of course. No team has conceded more goals than Southampton in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody remembers the nine nil yeah. earlier this year. Like, and Fernandez, if you, like we said, Salah doesn't have a great record against Burnley. Mm. Fernandez has a very good record against yeah. Southampton. Okay. Um, I think he delivered against them home and away last year. Mm. So 
this is a good fixture for Fernandez. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's quite good enough for me to elevate him above Salah, but I can totally see why some yeah. people will be looking at this thinking, let's go for it. Yeah, no, it does. It does look good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I own both. <laughs> I'm glad I yeah. went Brew yes, not Brew no, and um, that that is gonna that's gonna put me in good stead. Hopefully, hopefully it's more of the same. You know, they're both Hall, so you know, in the end, it won't make much yeah. difference. That's the aim. But exactly, yeah, yeah, it does look yeah. enticing because Manchester United traditionally a low block defence um, have have troubles, and then you get the nice Southampton rack up, um, and um, yeah, it, it, it can well, that's, be. That's be a interesting. School. That's that's an interesting point because mm. Southampton under Hasenhutl, they will get bodies forward. Mm. They will press high up the pitch. Burnley, on the other hand, they're going to sit back, aren't they? Yeah. You know what you're going to get. It's yeah. going to be four four one one four two four two, and and that may you get the feeling like an early goal at Liverpool that could be the key to it because if we start getting to forty five minutes, mm. sixty minutes without a goal, then it could become really difficult yeah. for Liverpool. But an early one, it and the floodgates could open. Uh, we should point out. We should point out with Fernandez though as well. He scored a hat trick off the weekend, mm. but they, he had three shots. As yeah, we just got those. Table. Yeah, three yeah. shots so inside the ex- box. Ex- three on target. Excellent finishing. Yeah, excellent finishing. That won't happen every week. No. <laughs> um, Salah so, uh, four yeah. shots inside the box, so marginally ahead of him. Also, I seem to remember Fernandez at the last time they played Leeds. It's something about Leeds and him. It's their defensive yeah. midfield role. So um, Phillips wasn't yeah. wasn't there this time, but I think Phillips got got pulled off at half time the last time they they played. He just you know got hooked um, because Fernandez just kept getting behind him, and I think the same thing happened again. I, who was it? I can't remember who it was who was playing defensive midfield for for Leeds, but um, it was Robert. It was the German um, international Robin Koch um, well, who was playing there this weekend, and uh, Fernandez just got well, beyond him time well, and go. time again. Um, so I yeah. don't know whether I mean because Southampton will get bodies forward, but defensive midfield wise, they've always been well. Uh, you know, they've conceded a lot, but they might their personnel. They might not. It might not specifically favour Fernandez. I mean, it could be. It could be that Greenwood or whoever whoever they have is the person to prosper. But it definitely looks like goals for Manchester United, though. That that, that we do know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think we've got we've got two really good options this week. Mm. And like you say, if you own them both, um, you should you should be fairly well set. Okay, I've got another slide. I'm just going to put up here. This is uh, the so-called whipping boys. A bit early. It's only one game week, but these are the this are the worst defences. So I'll just get this up. Yeah. So yeah, looking at this, we've got uh, I've sorted it by big chances conceded, but we've also got the expected goals conceded in there as well. And they show that Newcastle against West Ham that was the biggie <laughs> six chance big chances conceded, not six chances conceded, six big chances conceded. They're expected to have conceded three, um, twelve attempts in the box conceded. That's huge. Um, so they're definitely up there. But then you've got Southampton next. Um, Three big chances conceded, um, but they were expected to concede just over two, um, and indeed, as it transpired. Um, but then as you move down the list, you've got Tottenham, again, but they were against City. So I'm not sure what I can read in that, because they were against City. Is, City's like kind of an anomaly result. You know, you're going to play a certain way against them. Um, but Burnley there against Brighton. This is Brighton are the XG king, but they, but they did actually concede. This is it. Brighton weirdly winning. Uh, Burnley, big chances conceded, three. Same as Southampton, same as Tottenham, same as Norwich, same as Leeds. So this isn't the, I think your first line, wasn't it? This is not the Burnley of old. This is not the Burnley of old. And we can see it 
you've you said it by watching the matches and here's here are the the figures that show 12 attempts in the box conceded so yeah that i mean they're both defenses right for the right for the picking but i think i just think home advantage might just sway me on this one but i do think they're good yeah. um there are other options though go on because a lot of people are going to be thinking of salah or fernandez but um they still forget manchester city do you remember them um, I'll put a slide up about about them. So yeah, a lot of people rocking rocking with Mares at the moment, and I've got some figures up for the first game week one um, in terms of their goal attempts. Who's the most attacking, um, and in terms of expected goals as well. So it's not not great, but Torres up front, Mares not great on um, stats, just two goal attempts, but it's Mares against Norwich. Um, Greedish as well with three goal attempts, two chances created. So, they, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, could could a City player actually end up being the highest scoring player for the week? I think that would be one of the more maverick picks. Mm. But I think the only thing holding us back is that uncertainty over who will start for City, which I think we're going to be mentioning most weeks. Um, I would expect Mares to start. Um, mm-hmm. But we could see Torres shifted to that side if, if Gabby Jesus leads the line. Um, I don't think that will happen, but I'm just talking about possible mm. options of what he could do. Um, but the fixture's obviously brilliant on paper. Mm. And and like Salah, Mares will be operating from that same side if he does get the start on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd expect him to get chances. I wouldn't read too much into that Tottenham game in terms of his numbers. I think that it was, it was always going to be a difficult match. Guardiola has, has, has often struggled against Nuno teams when at Wolves over the years. So I think that, you know, he's if he starts, he's going to get chances. It's it's just that risk side of it that you leave yourself open to a small chance of a benching. Um, I don't think it will happen, but but you could, you don't you mm. don't have as much certainty with a player like that that he that he definitely is going to start. And if he does start, you know, does he last the ninety minutes? Yeah. Um, I just think a counter-attacking style with a with a fast player getting in behind that Norwich back line, yeah. But as you said, for the captaincy, yeah. when you, when we just talked about Salah against Bruno, you've already got two amazing options. Is it worth the risk? I think it might. This might be for if I owned Mares or Grealish or or Cancelo or uh, uh, Torres. I think this might be one of those weeks where I'd just be happy to own rather than captain yeah I'll be the same I mean Mares does look like he'll be on penalties yeah. which is if he's on the pitch which is a massive boost um, De Bruyne as well we should mention mm. I mean he, he came off the bench didn't he I ah, suppose yeah. um, but again is he ready mm. I mean what if you are keen on a City asset I would listen to Pep's press conference on Friday he doesn't often give away information but you, you know you want to wait for that see what he says about it. Is De Bruyne ready to start? How did he kind of view that Tottenham match? It, it, you know, does it suggest there'll be changes? See what we can read from that. And um, the embargo quotes in the evening, obviously, as well, sometimes yeah. come up after 10 o'clock and then make a decision there. But it but it does feel like a bit of a maverick pit this week when Salah and Fernandes have such good fixtures and such good game week one scores as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. A good, a good option. So I think if you are maverickly inclined, um, Mares or especially De Bruyne because of that breadth of points. Goal, he's got goals, assists, bonus. He's got the lot. 
Um, I think yeah. they could be um, good. Uh, let's have a look at the other, the rest of the fixtures. See if there's anyone else. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, there's a few options here. Um, I had in my thoughts Son. I think if I had Son, um, Son against Wolves. But w what do you think? Did, have you seen? I mean, it, it's looking likely that Kane is either not gonna, not gonna play for Spurs anymore, or he's certainly not in the reckoning at the moment while his head's in a particular place. But Son against Wolves. Have you, what did you make of Wolves and Son and Spurs first game week? To anything that says Captain Son? Well, I well I own Son, um, mm. so I was watching that match closely on on uh, Sunday, and uh, he looked lively. I think um, he's leading the line with no Kane. Um, there was a couple of a couple of moments in the first half where um, he was in good positions, and he he went backwards. You wanted him to take on the on the last defender, but but as the the game. It, went on he seemed to gain a bit more confidence and he, and he looked you know the goal was absolutely superb where Kane we don't know we don't know if he'll feature at the moment do we um mm. it seems unlikely I think um that he would come straight back into the 11 but it's unclear at the moment so if Son is leading the line it's um it's a good match for him mm. uh, I watched the Wolves Leicester game Wolves were really poor in the first half and they improved in the second half and actually looked pretty good I thought Again, I'll reference the home crowd, you know, Bruno Larg's first game at Molyneux. So I think we need to, you know, they're going to have a, a packed out with Molyneux. That puts me off Son maybe a little bit. Um, but Vardy did have a bit of joy um, at the weekend. I think he registered six shots for Leicester against Wolves. So could be a good one for Son. But I think a bit like Mares, I'm, I'm happy to mm. own Son this week. And I'm treating it as a bit of an audition for game week three when I may well look to captain him, which we'll talk about in next week's video when they play Watford. So I'm happy to own this week and have him. See how he gets on. Now, Villa fan. Villa <laughs> against Newcastle. We've just put the slide up, didn't we, about the whipping boys. Newcastle were absolutely taken apart by West Ham in terms of their defence. Um, Aston Villa, um, are, you know, they've probably taken a little while to gel post-Grealish, but Ings may man up top. Um, on penalties, sort of, we think as well. So he looks. I'm really happy to own Danny Ings here, and Danny Ings against Newcastle. That looks quite quite a maverick captaincy shout. I mean, it's a good fixture, isn't it? Mm. I mean, Newcastle looked open at the weekend. They they played with their wing backs Murphy and Ritchie, and um, as good as they are going forward, it it leaves them open. For Villa, oh, so disappointing at the weekend. Um, we just didn't. I mean. We were just caught out on the counter-attack time and time again. So open. I mean, Ings, he scored the penalty, what was it, on 97 minutes? But yeah. that was his first shot of the game. That was his that was yeah. his only shot of the game, um, which tells you about the lack of service we couldn't create. Buendia was completely anonymous. Um, we did improve once we made some subs in the second half. Leon Bailey came mm. on. Um, Traore came on, uh, Jacob Ramsey as well. We, we changed formation to a four-three-three. We improved. Do you think? Do you think but, Watkins think will be back for this as well? Because you know, more. Well, more I hope so. Yeah, I mean, that was another thing we missed. We, we didn't press the Watford backline at all, and that is something which Watford, uh, um, sorry, uh, uh, Watkins is so good mm. at. So having him in next um, to him suggests we might see a change of shape. We might see a four-four-two, <laughs> um, possibly. So. Again, I like it. you know Ings. It's it's not a it's not a bad shout, but we're not really basing it on anything we've seen on the pitch so far. 
Um, it's more. It's as much about the opposition. I, I was, suppose. I was just laughing because one of the one of the comments in the chat sometimes it distracts me. But from Bongo Bongo, who says Ings could be dropped for Watkins. Um, I, I'm not sure what that's based on. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just that's seeing one game and then the the, the Villa management yeah. escape. Well, I've seen I've seen think, enough of Ings. Um, Off you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Smith will want to get them both on the pitch. They haven't, you know, they. Um, yeah he has been brought into play week in week out and getting those two to click up front is really important for our prospects this season so I think that if Watkins is fit he'll come back in but he'll be alongside Ings rather than in place of him you also mentioned the penalty thing mm. Joe as well now yeah. El, El Ghazi if he's on the pitch seems to be our number one taker mm. he was taken off at the weekend so then Ings took them on I don't think El Ghazi will start this weekend I think that, that Bailey did enough to maybe replace him so that is another thing which counts fourings, which suggests that he might be on penalties from the off at the weekend. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, um, you know, and the fixtures there, isn't it? Yeah, so, definitely. Um, well, Ings and Son were, were the two I picked out as sort of the, the Mavericks' choice, the Maverick Mavericks. If you don't want to go for a City option, but was it looking at the fixtures mm. here? Any any anyone else stand out as a captaincy shout? Well, we should mention Lukaku. Oh, yeah, um, he's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he is meant to start training today with um, with Chelsea. He start start this afternoon or this morning, I believe. So we'll await seeing some pictures from that to check that it's actually happened. But but Tuchel spoke um, after the Palace game at the weekend saying he wanted to get Lukaku on the pitch as soon as possible, um, as you would with somebody who mm. costs that much. He talked about possibly in the future changing shape to go with two strikers. Um, I don't think that'll happen immediately, but I think he could start. And we saw how Tony bullied that Arsenal backline on Friday night. Um, and if you and if you're watching that, and you're thinking Lukaku could play a similar role to that, um, Ben White and um, Pablo Mario on Friday, they couldn't cope with the physicality. But I mean, Ben, ben White is not um, not a big centre back, and I, I get the feet. I mean, he's a young player; he's fifty million, but he he needs a more um, I don't know, you know, a more of a sort of John Terry, you know, Ferdinand, whatever. They, he just needs a, he needs a more experienced, better, bigger, <laughs> badder. Yeah, and, uh, and you're, you're better place to answer this, me than Joe, being a, being a fan, but White featured in their back three a lot last year, yes. didn't he, when he was on the right side. So mm. suddenly going to a two, when you're protected by Xhaka and the other youngster as well who played next to them because mm. Partey was out, is he going to look more vulnerable in a back two, I, at least initially? Well, uh, uh, he, he has played in a back two with Brighton because Brighton's, as you know, with Graham Potter, you never know what you're going to get. So the, you can have yeah, a four yeah. at the back there, you can have a back two, you can, it's usually a back three. He can also play a defensive midfield very well as well. Um, so he is quite flexible, but he... Um, but yeah, I mean, he's got he's had Lewis Dunk or or Veltman and and or Webster next to him, but mainly Lewis Dunk. And Dan Burns also been in that five as well. So he's got lots of bodies there, and then Basuma in front of him. So I mean, Arsenal could do with Basuma as well. Um, but he's had that personnel yeah, around open. him. They look open. Yeah, yeah, they did look weaker, and they look open and weaker. But yeah, he definitely needs that person. I mean, basically, what Arsenal should have done, a savvy Arsenal should have gone in for Dunk and <laughs> White. Um, because he does need um, a bigger, more experienced player like Lewis Dunn, I think, uh, at the moment. Um, but you know, they'll 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 play to his strengths, hopefully, and or or perhaps they won't. But as you said, Lukaku back, Chelsea, Arsenal look there for the taking. If, if Tony was a handful, he didn't. I don't think Tony had a shot, but nevertheless, was 
an annoyance and yeah. the Brentford had plenty of yeah. other shots um, he didn't Tony was a bit unfortunate not to get an assist I didn't think the other day but yeah, but yeah you are you are completely right he didn't have a shot in the 90 no. minutes but we're talking about Tony and Lukaku and we're yeah, talking yeah. about Who's levels better? of teams aren't we <laughs> yeah yeah, so we, yeah and Chelsea um, very comfortable against Palace yeah um, another clean sheet a lot of fringe players as well kind of came mm. in then and they, they still you know complete control yeah so um, yeah I mean for the again a ma- another maverick pick but um, mm. if we get a hint that he starts it's Lukaku you know he's got to be in the conversation I mean I, I personally for the rest of the players we've got um, lots of good players there's lots of options um, there's lots of sort of fringe players that could do well and fringe players I mean in our thoughts but I don't think I think in the captaincy I think we were right to start on Salah versus Fernandez. I think that's going to be the key issue for many and I do think City yeah. are sort of the almost runs just because of that rotation fear and then you've got mm. Danny Ings um, against Newcastle is an option and Son Wolves but just before we go is there anyone else I mean, have I completely missed someone here <laughs> would you consider Antonio Joe I mean, not against um, Leicester look at the weekend I, I, yeah, I, 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 would, I would always like Antonio in general but I, from what I saw of Leicester and what I saw of West Ham I think Leicester I think Barnes and Vardy could do well um, and, but not in terms of multiple goals I wonder could be two all could be could be nil could be one all could be one nil. I mean it's one of those ones I can't quite judge what I'm going to get captaincy wise and when I can't judge I I think oh I'm just going to put the captaincy on Mo Salah or Bruno Fernandes instead yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a tough game to read that one isn't it um, yeah West Ham really poor in the first half against Newcastle who improved um, during the second and looked good I think Antonio got the highest XGI of all players this last mm. weekend but a large chunk of that will have been the, been the penalty yeah. which he had missed yes. there's no guarantee I don't think he'll be on them going forward no he, I think he's um, pretty much said because he took them because yeah. Rice who's their normal penalty taker and people, a lot of people don't know that Declan Rice is their normal penalty taker but he missed one and so Antonio took it off him for that one and now he's missed them he was joking oh, I'd better give them back to Declan so it probably yeah. is Rice now or or just bring on Noble for penalty yes he, he's, the, he's normally the main man isn't he yeah, but definitely. yeah it, but yeah I mean Antonio a good option this week but, but yeah not for the captaincy maybe yeah definitely well Tom thanks so much for joining me um, I, there are options for the captaincy there's two particular standouts we think um, but um, in the meantime all those that have been watching uh, and those listening um, good luck with your, your captaincy decision good luck with your game week and Tom good luck with your captaincy decision too thanks for joining me <laughs>